Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive, a show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Death Note. Today we will be discussing episode 28, titled Impatience. Alright, so, bunch of stuff going on in this episode, lots to talk about here, uh, and let's get into it talking about the big exchange that takes up the vast majority of the runtime. Of course, uh, Light sending Chief Yagami over to LA to exchange the Death Note for Sayu. Nier, who has just revealed himself, uh, is... Offering to help out and saying, like, hey, we'll, uh, we're outraged by this, we're gonna help you, yada yada yada, you take the lead. Uh, and just kind of putting all quarreling between fake L and the SPK aside for the moment for, like, the bigger problem here. And so, we have this big exchange... And what's so interesting about this episode is that at every possible opportunity, Light gets outsmarted. At every possible moment throughout this entire episode, Light gets outthought by Mello. Uh, He has the whole preparations where everyone's taking separate planes and uh, Aizawa is going to be following Chief Yagami on his plane and all that, books all these flights. And then Mello's gang shows up to Chief Yagami at the Japanese airport and is like, hey, you're going to get on this plane instead because we told you to. And they're they're on a plane that Mello's people control. Mello influenced the pilot to uh, take the plane and drop Yagami off at this remote location. Uh, They have satellites watching Chief Yagami for the exchange. And they have an underground base set up. uh, So the exchange has to happen. Uh, There's a a great moment where Light considers for a second killing Sayu. Like, he has a sheet of paper just from the Death Note at the ready. And is about to write Sayu's name and... 
just ends up deciding against it, saying, like, oh, no, I can't blame this on Kira. I I can't blame this on Kira if I... If I do that, because only the police and the SBK know, and also, Light doesn't say this out loud, but I think he's very much afraid that Nier will see through his bullshit. Because, like, the, the task force, they're all idiots. They're all simpletons compared to Light. And he can play them like a fiddle. He can control them like a dark puppet master. But Nier, just by figuring out that L is fake, just by showing that he knows this L is fake, the real L is dead, Light is not L, he is like a fake, uh, false L. Just by showing that Nier's proven he's smarter than (laughs) the average task force member, the average cop that, like, can play like a fiddle easily. He doesn't say flat out that he's afraid of Nier, but you can kind of see it on his face. It's like, mm, he's afraid of Nier's uh, intellect. He's been blindsided both by Nier and Mello, quite frankly. And it's just like, no, Nier will see through this. Nier will see through this. He'll figure it out. These other simpletons probably wouldn't, but Nier would. But anyway, there's that great moment. Uh, And just like continuing on throughout the episode, every single point they think Light has the advantage, Mello comes out with something else. Uh, They try to follow the Death Note... Uh, with the guy in the helicopter, and they blow up the dude in the helicopter because he was just some guy who had some quote-unquote past screw-ups with this gang, and they just wanted to kill him in retaliation, and they actually put the Death Note on a freaking missile that's way too fast to track, and they lose immediately. So it's like at every point in this exchange, like Light meticulously plans for all of this. And at every moment, Mello just is like, nope, plan for that, plan for that planning. Uh, And like is having this airtight exchange that it's like just completely impossible for Light to navigate around. Completely impossible for him to navigate that situation with the grace he's used to. And the reason I'm talking about this more macro and not just focusing on every little scene is because I want to kind of address something. One of the core complaints I hear about the third arc of Death Note is that Light became an idiot, Uh, is that Light is dumber in this third arc, and Light is just like, oh, oh, the the Light from the first couple arcs, he would have seen past this, 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 and this, and he would have had a plan for this, 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 and this. Uh, but, honestly, I don't think this is Light being dumber. I think this is Light having gotten complacent. Like, this is a Light who is way overconfident, way too sure of himself. And, like, he took out L. He took out the greatest detective in the world. And immediately he's just like, yes, I'm the greatest. I'm the best. No one can touch me. He spent five years in between the second and third arcs without a true intellectual equal. 
as a real adversary. Just dealing with weak-minded simpletons like his father and Matsuda and everyone else on the task force. And he got used to being God. He got used to being the God of the new world. He got used to being King of the Mountain. And now you see in this episode, that is getting stripped away in a massive sense. You see that kind of just evaporating. Like every second with every little uh with every little counter plan that Mello comes up with. Uh with every little thing that Mello throws at him, and with every little uh snide remark near makes of like oh, you're not L, or oh, I know you're not L, or oh, I've deduced this, 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 and this. And you can kind of see it on his face the entire time. He starts out the episode so confident, and it's just like, yep, this is gonna work, this is gonna work, this is gonna work. If it goes wrong, eh, I'll just kill Sayu. Yada, yada, yada. And as the episode keeps going, he becomes more on edge and more irate, He's sweating a bit. He's just like, I haven't faced someone like this. I haven't faced an intellectual opponent like this since L. I haven't faced someone like this in five damn years. And, like, it, it's really getting to him. Uh, there's a great moment when Misa's like, hey, uh, Light, what's wrong? And then... Light just immediately starts raging on Misa, like, taking out his anger on her full-blown abusive boyfriend, um, and just yelling at her, like, shut up! Shut up, you idiot! Keep writing names of Japanese criminals in the notebook! Keep doing it! Keep doing your job! Uh, and just, like, raging on her. Even Ryuk says, ugh, taking your anger out on her, huh? And it is... Like, a really great moment. And then after this exchange is done, and Sayu's back, Chief Yagami got her back, everyone's fine, everyone's good, the Death Note's gone. And then Mello, immediately, as an F.U. to Nier, just starts, just writes the names of SPK members in the Death Note. Immediately kills SPK members all around near. Just like taunting him. Like ha ha I got this before you. Ha ha I have this one up on you. Like ha ha I got this first. I am ahead. I am beating you. And it's at this moment that Nier calls Light and is like. Hey let's work together. There's no point in uh, quarreling. For instance I have a good idea who is behind this uh, hostage negotiation. Uh, it's Mello, uh, a kid from my old orphanage. And Light makes a connection that it's the exact orphanage that Watari founded. And <laughs> Nier is just talking about this. And it's just like, yeah, he, is, he, he eventually left and he's been disappeared and he... Uh, also really wants to catch Kira and wants to beat me and all of that. And it's just like, now Light is literally, at this moment, he is staring down an abyss of two L-level intellects. Both gunning for him 
Like, as he's vulnerable, as he's complacent, as he's had these five years of thinking he's king of the world. Like, again, this is not a dumber light. This is a more complacent light. This is a more overconfident light. This is a light that is way too sure of himself for his own good. And this episode reflects that perfectly. I think this episode reflects that in a really spectacular way. And then we get this ending in the Shinigami realm with this one Shinigami going, Hey, um... Ryuk stole my death note. I'm I'm gonna have to go to the human world to get it. Damn it. I uh, I gotta go to the human world and talk to Ryuk because he stole my death note. Oh, that sucks. And that's the ending. By the way, I am I am only slightly over exaggerating the voice. <laughs> like <laughs> the voice I'm doing right now is not far off from the actual voice of this damn Shinigami whose name I forget. Uh, But yeah, solid episode all around, continuing uh, this lovely, lovely arc that people hate more than necessary. Uh, Anyway, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcast app you prefer. Feel free to call in. As well, it's simpler just to push a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark pledges a dollar a month. I appreciate everything you get through there. If you become a patron, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, which I'll be putting up there once every month. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, tomorrow, we will be discussing episode 29. Talk to you then. Hey, guys. We have a lot of fun here discussing teenagers murdering people with magic notebooks. But while we sit talking about our favorite Japanese media, Asian Americans across this country are suffering from a monstrous wave of hatred, discrimination, and violence. This type of bigotry is nothing new. It's existed for, well, pretty much as long as America has been a thing. But it has increased dramatically over the past year in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic and the hateful rhetoric of former President Donald Trump. Average, everyday Americans are being targeted every day for no reason other than the way they look, and they need your help. If you would like to help put an end to this horrific trend, please go to GoFundMe.com slash AAPI and donate whatever you can. That's GoFundMe.com slash AAPI. Thank you.